You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 146. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, or 146th time listening, welcome back. We are happy to have you. I am so grateful that you have joined me for today's episode. If you want to connect with me on social, you can find me at Tiff South. That's Tiff with two Fs on Instagram and on Twitter. I don't really use the podcast account as much as I probably could. So if you want to connect with me there, as you're listening to this episode, take a screenshot, mention me, I'll share you in my stories. Let me know that you have found something, you know, insightful or not in the episode. Feel free to share that in your stories or on Twitter, and I will make sure I show you some love as you have done me. And if you have not had an opportunity to do so, please take a moment to leave a five-star rating and review in the Apple Podcast app or on Spotify or wherever you listen to this podcast. I am very close to having 300 ratings and reviews in the Apple Podcast app, which I am so grateful for. So please feel free to leave your thoughts about the show there. And I appreciate you very much. And now let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my reviews, recommendations, or rejections. And this week, I am recommending that you share your goals with other people. Because with that comes accountability, it comes community, it comes check-in. It sometimes can bring you a little bit out of your comfort zone. But what I have done over the last week is shared a specific goal of mine with a few close friends and my brother. and. They have been saying a lot of very positive and helpful things to kind of help me think through what it might look like for this goal to take shape. And they've also been stretching me and pushing me and challenging me in ways that are very helpful, ways that are a little bit uncomfortable, but also that are necessary in order to reach a goal that is a bit of a stretch for me. So I encourage you to think about a goal that you have and share it with people who are trustworthy, not with everybody, right? You don't have to put it on social media or do all those things, but who are people that you can trust? Who are people that you know believe in you and will stretch you and and also challenge you? Because there are those people who are yes people who will say whatever kind of sounds good, but then there are those people that be like, you know what, girl, you could do better right now. And so those are the kinds of people you want to make sure you keep in your corner, that you stay close with, and that you share some of the things that you're going after. And that, my friends, concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. I start these episodes by saying that one of my goals of the podcast is to help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and to elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. And that phrase, that goal, that objective has evolved over time. When I first started this podcast, it was about me sort of taking my blog 
that was a reflection of being an adult and what it meant to have these different aspects of my life kind of colliding and intersecting in ways that no one taught me in school that, that, that it would happen. And really trying to give practical insight. What I used to say was practical insight and honest perspective on being grown, which that's still one of the things that I do here. But over time, as I matured myself, as my voice shifted, as my business shifted, I recognized that there was something additional that I was doing, something differently specific that I was hoping to do with and through this podcast. And I have been continuing to shape what does, as in you, many of you probably know, if you're, this is the first time listening, you wouldn't, but I have a coaching and speaking business and it's called Four Corners Coaching that I started in 2015 with an objective of really helping professionals at that intersection of life, like I mentioned. And just like the podcast over time, I have sharpened and refined the focus of the business. And I wanted to take this opportunity to, as I look at the next year, as we think about where the podcast is going, as I think about where the business is going, I wanted to bring those four corners to the podcast, if you will. And I wanted to highlight where these episodes, what the themes that they will center on and how that intersects with my philosophy on life, with my own approach to my life and my approach to my business. Like I mentioned, I graduated school and had spent nine years straight in school, went from college to grad school to law school. And I graduated law school and started this job, full-time job for the first time. I had worked, you know, in summers for weeks and on and off at a time, but never had a full-time job before. And I was hit with, you know, you get your benefits package, you hearing about 401k, then you get your assignments as a junior professional, then you get your, you know, then you have rent and you have car insurance and you have your health and wellness and you have your week to week budget and you're trying to buy furniture for your apartment and you're thinking about your family and you got to go visit your mama and you got to, you know, you have to do, got, got cats and dogs and family and friends and partners and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, yo, why didn't no one tell me that being grown was like this, right? I remember feeling like I was waiting for a syllabus. Like I would sit at my desk and I'm just like, okay, but what happens next? Like, what do I do? How do I look forward to know what's coming? Because in school, every 15 weeks, you get a syllabus for the classes that you have. They tell you, here's when the final's gonna be. This is when your papers are gonna be due. This is your internship. This is where you're supposed to go. This is where you're supposed to be. And when you start working, there ain't none of that. And you got to kind of figure it out on your own. Of course, with the support of a village or with, you know, people that you have, mentors, sponsors, all those kinds of things. But largely, you're trying to make sense of this brand new thing. And in that season, I recognized that life wasn't about, as I had thought before, it was like you were living in compartments. It's like, oh, this is my work self. This is my personal life. This is my, you know, this is my this life. This is my that life. When in reality, we are whole people who show up to each of our environments with all of these things with us, right? Sometimes the challenging aspects of our past come with us to the present and show up at work in ways we can't anticipate, in our relationships in ways that we can't anticipate. They contribute to the reason why we may not have the best health and wellness, why we have mental health challenges, right? So our faith is intermixed in all of that and shows up or should show up or is conflicted or is hindered by some of the other aspects of the life that we are living. And so I recognized that life was about 
the intersection and the interactions of different parts of who we were, different values, and how we reconciled those things in any particular moment or as we tried to decide what we were, how we wanted to move forward. And so I remember when I was brainstorming with two of my friends about the logo for Four Corners and what it ended up becoming is, and I'll put a link to this in the show notes, it became a sort of a circle with interconnected and sort of a gradation of colors, if that's the right word, that would fade in and out of each other, but all come back to the center. And that's how I visualize what life is. We are at the center and there are different aspects of our lives that on any given day, sometimes any given hour, that there are certain things that are more prominent than the other, but it doesn't mean that everything else kind of goes away. It's not at the total exclusion of other things that happen, but it's not so much about balance as we have heard work-life balance, for example, has become a really popular phrase, but it's really about integration and the interconnection of all of these things. And so when I thought about what those four corners were, what are the four corners that sort of are the headings, if you will, of the most important aspects of my life, And the work that I've done with my clients that I've observed as well, I came up with four that I think um, that support this idea and this the, the goal of the podcast, which is to help you own your story, live fueled by faith and to elevate your impact and have a little bit of additional detail. So I want to walk you through what the four corners are that guide me and that guide my business and that as we go forward in the podcast Every episode will be connected to one of these four themes or may touch on all four. And again, I say this to say that the episodes that have been recorded before 146, it's not that they don't touch on these things, but there's going to be a different intentionality that I'm taking as I'm putting together these episodes going forward. So the first corner is faith. And faith, as I stated in this context, is owning your relationship with God. You might hear me going forward refer to God as Yah, the Most High, Elohim, but all the same supreme being who is our creator, who leads and who has created us with such care and intention and has given us a gift to be able to interact with him through his son and just live a different experience than what the world would have us live. This to me is the most important of the four, because when you have faith When you have a grounding and you have this powerful relationship and meaningful relationship, it can help serve you in every other aspect of your life. The second corner is self-knowledge. And I define self-knowledge as owning what is true about you, where you are, and as you grow and evolve. Self-knowledge is one of the most important, and you might also hear me say self-awareness, they're related, slightly different, but we're not going to get into the semantics. But when you think about the ability and the importance of being able to know who you are, knowing what triggers you, knowing what inspires you, knowing what you value, knowing how important certain things are to you, knowing the way that you like, are you a you know morning person or are you a night owl? Do you really enjoy this or do you really enjoy that? Or what, like what makes you tick? It is so critical to know those things and to have a very clear sense of self 
and an understanding and an awareness of it, because there's, it's one thing to kind of know yourself, but when you have knowing yourself gives you an opportunity to then decide, do I want to, or do I need to do things differently? Because there are some people, and you probably know people, you may have been this person yourself, I know I have, who you just kind of go through life just kind of being, and life is kind of pushing you along, or you are, you have, you know, you have people and the, the internet loves this type of personality, but this is just who I am and this is just how I'm going to be. It's like, well, is that just how you're going to be, right? Is that how you need to be? And what is, what's the opportunity to, with the knowledge of who you are, continue to refine and make yourself better? And continue to refine and make you and grow and adjust your character flaws, heal from the hurt that you are aware of, or do the work to bring awareness to the hurt that you're not aware of, right? Or the strengths that you're not aware of, right? It is very, very important. And this is sort of foundational in the work that I do with clients in order to help them be able to clearly articulate what they want next for themselves. Because if you do not have an awareness of who you are and what is true about you, then it's going to be very difficult to chart a path forward. It's going to be very difficult to um, to say, okay, this is what I want because you're not aware of what you want or what you don't want. So this is some important work that I do with my clients. And it's one of my favorite parts of, of the a sort of strategy experience because you help, you learn to articulate some things that you already sense about yourself and you get awareness about things that you were not even, you know, necessarily super aware of before. So I think self-knowledge is critical. I encourage you by virtue of you listening to a podcast like this and probably others that are similar, you are probably someone who values this as well. And so continue on that quest, continue to grow in your knowledge of yourself, but also give yourself grace in the process. The third corner is career. And this is owning your career journey. This is not about a job. It's not about a title. It is not about a destination, but it's about the arc of the journey itself. It is about the path that you take, the steps, the transitions, the directions that you want to go. And for me, over the years, what I've realized is that I I had a, and I didn't intend to do this, but I recognized it over time because I started to notice a pattern of what people were coming to me for clarity about. What were people asking me for help about? And it often related to careers, work, applying to school, things that related to professional development and growth. How could, you know, they navigate this aspect of this particular situation that they were in? They wanted to make this transition forward. And so that is the primary focus of, that is the sort of, um, if you think about the the way that I start to work with people, it is it is usually based around a career question, but it relates to based on think going back to the idea of intersectionality, um, not intersectionality because that is thinking about Kimberly Crenshaw, but the intersection of different aspects of our lives. We are talking about how you show up at work, what's your confidence, what is challenging your confidence, what are your values, what are your strengths. What are the goals that you have? How do you want to see your career take shape? What are some of the challenges that you're having in this current environment that you want to make sure you don't see in the next environment? What aspects of your benefits package are really important to you, right? Being able to articulate all those things, but that comes and we sort of build on a foundation of faith and self-knowledge to help get clarity on that career journey. And so this, to me, we spend so much of our time, so much of our lives at work. 
And I firmly believe that you should not be, you do not have to be miserable at work. And it could be that you need to change your job. It could be that you need to change your perspective on your job. It could mean that you need to change industries, that you are being undervalued and over, you know, you're overqualified, whatever the situation might be. But we spend too much of our lives at work to not be valued, to not be satisfied, to not feel fulfilled. And I'm not talking about quitting your job to go, you know, make money on the beach type of lifestyle, but really being intentional about assessing your skills, assessing your knowledge, assessing your goals, assessing the network that you have, and then being able to determine a strategy and a plan to be able to move yourself from where you are to a next desired career goal. So um, maybe if I got probably a little excited talking about that one, because I just I just love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. And last but not least is wellness. And if you were to look again, the imagine, you know, four corners in a square. So there so everything is sort of positioned around each other. But looking at the list of things, I positioned wellness as sort of this can also impact everything else that came before. It can impact your faith. It can impact your self-knowledge. It can impact your career, right? How are you owning your health holistically? And that's thinking physical, mental, and emotional. And that is our, that is your individual work to do. Me as Tiffany, you as you listening, owning your wellness journey holistically is your responsibility. And I am actually working, a friend of mine is is starting a new a new business related to holistic wellness. And I'm going to be starting to work with her because there are lots of things that I take for granted about my body. Uh, Lots of things I take for granted about my health and my eating habits. I work out regularly, but that is not enough. And I want to adjust that piece because I want to live well for a really long time. As long as God will see me, (laughs) will have me here. And I have to take responsibility for that myself. And so when you think about your life, what stock do you put in wellness? What stock do you put in taking care of yourself, making time for yourself, resting? I'm learning to do breathing exercises. I, I need to learn to do them more because I still, you know, find myself having some days where I'm, my breathing is kind of shallow and short and feels is, is reflecting the stress that I have. But how are you taking care of yourself? How does your life and how do those around you support or stand as a stumbling block to you caring for yourself? And what adjustments do you need to make? So this is one of the one of the corners and wellness is to me, it can be sort of a topic on its own, but it's also, you know, a part of many of the discussions that we have and that we will have going forward on the podcast. And so when you think about who you are, what are the four corners, so to speak, of your life? What are the sort of headings that everything else falls under and what I didn't say here, right, does not mean it's not important, right? I didn't use family. I didn't say relationships. Those actually used to be part of, you know, as I evolved this model over time, I used to try and figure out what would I add here? Finances, right? All of these things are important. And that does not mean that they do not matter in in any of our lives because Lord knows they are very important. But for this podcast, for my business, these are the things that I center conversations around. Career obviously impacts Um, it can relate to finances. Wellness can definitely relate to your stress levels and your relationships. Self-knowledge directly impacts the way you interact with other people, your faith. All of these things are connected and can serve other areas of our lives that are important to us. So as we go forward, 
as you think about yourself, as you think about this, this podcast, as you think about, you know, what's important to you, think about these particular corners, think about the corners, if you will, of your own life that are important to you. And what are they? Take a screenshot and share that with me. Let me know what are the areas that are important to you. And when you think about, when you identify those things, then you will probably start to see how those things are moving or not moving in your life in a more tangible way. And one of the things that I will continue to talk about is the importance of intentionality, the importance of naming certain things, saying things out loud, writing them down, because that then helps you sharpen your eye and your perspective on that related thing as you navigate your day, your week, your month, your year, and draw yourself to resources or move yourself away from certain types of situations that don't align with those things that you've identified as important to you. So as I wrap up today, I want to share a verse from Deuteronomy 31 that I read this morning that was a refreshing reminder. And so Deuteronomy 31 is when Moses and the people, the Israelites had reached the promised land and Moses is kind of tidying things up before he before he passes, essentially. And he is speaking to Joshua. He's speaking to the sons of Levi. He's, you know, having these conversations. And he says to Joshua, be strong and courageous for you will go with this people into the land, which the Lord has sworn to their fathers to give them and you will give it to them as an inheritance. It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you or abandon you. Do not fear or be dismayed. And that is verse seven and eight. But verse six, he says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or tremble in dread before them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not fail you or abandon you. And sort of those two reminders, very, very close by each other within two verses of each other. As you think about this week, as you think about something that might be stressing you, that might be worrying you, be strong and courageous, not because of what you have to do on your own, but because the Lord is with you, because Yah is with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. He will not abandon you. He will not fail you. Do not fear or be dismayed because you're not on your own. You do not have to do anything on your own or in your own strength. And that, I hope that is a comfort for you because it was a comfort for me this morning. And I pray that you have a great week. I thank you for uh, listening to another episode of How Does She Do It? Episode 146. Please uh, be safe, be well. Share this with folks that you uh, hope you think might take something away from it. Be sure to take a screenshot and let me know that you're listening on um, Instagram at Tiff South, Tiff with two Fs. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.